Hello guys, uh, this is um, Shaladio and you're welcome to another edition of my uh, Random Gist. The title of my Random Gist today is um, My Soul Tie with Morgate. My Soul Tie with Morgate. And I'll just tell you a story over the next 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes and I'll try to make it very brief. Now, what do I mean by my soul ties with Morgate? Before I go into explaining that to you, I'm going to read two passages of scriptures to you. Now, before I read those scriptures, I just want to give, I just want to remind you uh, of what we treated in soul ties, uh, the things we treated in soul ties, the particular um, edition where we spoke about Joseph where we discussed um, the fact that um, Joseph did not um, require a sorry after he was betrayed and sold by his brothers and that without getting a sorry God still went ahead to promote him and to change his story so my lesson really is centered around the fact that um, God can change your story God can transform you God can promote you without you getting a sorry from those who have betrayed you in fact i dare to say that god will ensure that some people never come back to say sorry to you and you would actually have to find your way around into god's promotion and god's vindication without people coming saying without people coming to say sorry to you so i read those scriptures to you the first one I read is in Zephaniah, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 19. Behold, at that time, I will undo all that afflict thee. This is a prophecy from God. So make it personal to yourself. So if I were you, I'll read this scripture as Behold, God will undo all that afflicted me, and God will save me that halteth. And gather me that was driven out. And God will get me praise and fame in every land where I have been put to shame. So this scripture is saying and prophesying that God will get you praise and fame in every land where you have been put to shame. And then the next uh, scripture uh, we're going to read before I continue with my gist is in the book of Genesis that's the book of Genesis I'll read from uh, chapter 41 book of Genesis chapter 41 verses 50 to 52 this was after Joseph uh, became the prime minister of Egypt and unto Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came which Asenath the daughter of Potiphera, priest of On, bear unto him. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for God said, He hath made me forget all my toil, toil and all my father's house. And um, his toil simply referred to the fact that he was betrayed in the house of Potiphar, and also he was betrayed in his father's house by being sold into slavery. And verse 52 says, And the name of the second called thee Ephraim, for God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. 
So we see here that he was afflicted in a particular land, but God did not take him to another land to be fruitful, but God made him to be fruitful in that same land where he had suffered affliction. So if you have suffered affliction in a particular location, God can still make you fruitful in that same location supernaturally. And that um, is the basis of my uh, gist with you today. My soul tie with mortgage. I'm sure when I said my soul tie with mortgage, your ears had already started tingling to find out um, who on earth is mortgage. What's the name of that girl? I mean, is that name of uh, Shala's girlfriend, Morgate? Nah, 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 nah. Morgate is um, the name of an area uh, in the city of London. Morgate uh, is very close to Bank Station, and Morgate falls within uh, an area of central London, uh, popularly known as the Square Mile. The Square Mile is um, the location where over 60% of the finances of the United Kingdom change hands on a daily basis. So you're saying that over 60% of UK's finances um, change hands within the square mile. So the square mile is very crucial um, to the United Kingdom. The square mile effectively is the financial district of the United Kingdom. And um, so that's where mortgage is. Now, how come I have a soul tie with mortgage? I'll let you know. Um, last week, I started a new contract, and that contract uh, was in a place is in a place called mortgage. So I'm from uh, an eating place called Pret a Manger, right in mortgage. Now, how come I have a soul tie with mortgage? I'll explain to you. When I started uh, this contract last week in Morgate, I had a flood of memories come to me as I was heading to work for the first time. A flood of memories. Where did those memories come from? Uh, they came from way back 2008. That's about six years ago. Now, what happened six years ago was that um, I was actually working in Morgate six years ago and mortgage happened to be the same location where i had my very first contract after i went freelance so that was my first contract um, in mortgage and the contract lasted for over 20 months so i know quite a fair bit around mortgage i used to do a lot of prayer work i used to walk around mortgage so i know where almost everything is in mortgage. I know where the banks is, I know where the eating places are, I know where the post office is, you know, and I just used to do a lot of walking around, you know, during summer um, when I, um, I'm praying and fasting and going on my prayer walks. So I had fond memories of uh, mortgage flooding to my mind uh, when I started uh, this contract last week. Now, so many things I remembered about Morgate, but there is a particular experience that I want to share with you, um, which formed the reasons why I read those scriptures to you about Morgate. 
Now, remember I said to you that that was where Mortgate was a place where I had my first contract. And by the way, it's not the same organization. So it's a different organization uh, that I have a contract with now in Mortgate. So I'll explain to you what happened, you know, that made me read those scriptures to you. While I was on that contract, um, it happened that uh, I was actually contracting with a consultancy firm and the consultancy firm uh, was retained by a particular bank, a French bank. Uh, so I was working for this consultancy on a contract and the consultancy also uh, was working on a contract uh, and it happened that usually about January uh, all the budgets are signed off and um, they're able to renew your contracts and all the rest so you're guaranteed that you're going to have a um, you know have stuff to do for the whole year now on this particular occasion in 2008 at the beginning of 2008 um, there was a delay uh, in signing off um, the uh, the budgets and what that meant was that I would have to work uh, with the consultancy uh, without a budget so it means I have to work and I have to get or whether they were going to get paid by the bank and uh, we're quite a few of us there working for the consultancy and I mean we've been there for quite a while so it's like we've made loads of money for the consultancy you know and then one day I got called in by the project manager on site uh, of the consultancy and then he said to me that well um, they've not signed off our budgets yet and but we, obviously we knew that they were going to sign off the budget come on I mean we knew that the budgets were going to come out but um, they had not just yet been signed by the top boss and this guy looked at me and said well uh, the budgets have not been signed off and we want to cut our costs till the budgets are signed off we know the budgets will be signed off but we just want to cut our costs so we're giving you a one week notice of termination so we're going to be terminating your contract and you're the only one who is involved in this so it's like we need to sacrifice one person and um, it's you that have decided to sacrifice now that was very painful I mean if you're a career person that will be very painful I know the funny thing was this while he was saying this to me he was then he was to, was saying to me sorry that I have to do this so it was like here you are with a knife you're stabbing me and then you're saying sorry to me and remember I said to you that um, you, you know that you don't need anyone to say sorry to you for your life to be transformed and a lot of women actually love sorry you know they love people to say sorry to them for what they've you know but the point is if I say sorry to you does that change your situation this man said sorry to me did that change my situation no I'm gonna be jobless next week so that was, that was what the man was saying to me and he was accompanying it with sorry so that sorry was worth nothing in the world to me I'm talking about me being able to work next week not getting a stupid sorry from anyone so but the man just kept on saying sorry I'm sorry I'm really so sorry about this I'm so sorry I have to put you through this you know but we just have to do it to cut cause blah de blah de blah de blah de blah and it was really painful it was really painful and um, in fact even all my colleagues were so sad I mean, all my colleagues, they were so sad that, um, that I had to leave. I mean, they were going to miss me seriously. In fact, one of them was even so, I mean, he was so upset that he even 
said to me that, look, I mean, I'm really so upset about this. You know, that, I'm, I mean, that was how upset he was. My own friend, or my own colleague, rather. So, it, it, it was painful, but I knew the covenant. And I knew what I'm sharing with you today. So, I decided that, yes, I'll leave. So, I, I left and um, I told God, I'm not going to be bitter because I know what it means. So, Lord, I forgive this guy. I knew he sacrificed me. I knew it was malicious. I knew it was not necessary. But, you know, there you go. It happened. So, I got home and um, I got my scriptures together and I began to pray for another contract. And as God will have it, I went for some interviews and so quickly I got another contract. So it then happened that um, I only stayed one week at home before getting another contract. So that one week really was just like a holiday. And then I got this new contract. And guess what? The new contract I got, it had a rate, that a daily rate that was 35% higher than the one that I was terminated from. So I begin to look back and begin to say to God, Lord, I thank you for allowing this guy to pick me as the sacrificial lamb to be fired because he was looking for a sacrificial lamb. And what he has done is that he has pushed me into a better contract and a more lucrative contract. And also, there was something he said. He said um, when they eventually sign, uh, sign the budget, that they will call me back. Seriously, they actually called me back. But by the time they called me back to come and take the same role, I said to them, well, um, sorry, I can't come, actually. Um, thank you for calling me back. I really appreciate it. But I can't come because you can't match what I'm getting now. So I'm really sorry about that. You see? So it felt very nice in the mouth. Sure you get. And um, so really, that's where that scripture came, you know, came to pass. But you see, I look back now and those were the memories that flooded my mind that even while the man was saying sorry to me it didn't change my situation but god gave me something better he gave me something greater hallelujah so i'm just thankful to god for that and um today i look back and i just want to thank god i just want to give all the praise to god all the appreciation to god that i'm back here again in mortgage at a much much higher level than i left mortgage six years ago hallelujah so the bible says that it will get you fame and praise in the same land where you have been put to shame and that shall be your portion in the name of jesus anywhere where you have been put to shame in your life in that same place god will get you praise and fame in the name of jesus and god will cause you to be fruitful in the land of your affliction in the name of jesus christ so i hope you got something out of this that you don't need a sorry for god to change your life around i got the sorry but that sorry meant nothing absolutely nothing because it did not affect my destiny it did not affect my position it did not affect my finances it did not affect my situation but i've had to forgive i had to look up to god and god 
opened something better to me, something greater to me, and caused me to be fruitful in that same land of affliction. So I just want to leave you on that note today. So that's my soul tie with mortgage. I, I mean, it's like there are sweet memories that I cherish. I cherish those sweet memories, and that forms my pleasant soul ties with mortgage. Speak to you guys later. God bless you. Bye. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can get me on Shola Adio. My handle is Shola Adio. I spell that for you. S-O-L-A-A-D-I-O. God bless you. Bye.